it was all in, in good fun, and I certainly hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. If I did, fuck them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2019. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show, our 10th anniversary episode, not year. I'm Phil Gentile in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios here in beautiful Baltimore. And uh, we have a lot to talk about here. My wonderful co-host is on the line out in Honolulu. That's Chick Foley, a.k.a. Sheena Phelps, a.k.a. the Queen of Pod Style. How's it going, Sheena? Pretty good, man. I am. I'm glad that the holidays are kind of behind us, as crazy as all that was, and I'm ready to start a fresh new year of wrestling. Yeah, it is. It is like I love the holidays. Obviously, we talked about it last time on the show, but uh, it is nice to have the clean, like clean slate. You get rid of all the decorations. Your house feels bigger. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can kind of start fresh. So that's what we're doing here. But we have to start with the top of the show. And we had a we lost a legend a couple of days ago. Mean Gene Okerlund passed away at uh, I believe it was seventy six years old, and yeah. uh, was a huge part of my childhood as I'm sure he was of yours, Sheena. And he uh, will be missed completely. I really would have hoped he would have been involved more with the product over the last ten years or so. He kind of you know he was a little bit older in age. He was great on that legend show they had on WWE network, but yes, that's great. Huge part of my childhood and he will be severely missed in the wrestling community. Yeah. We met him at a uh, WrestleCon back in 2017 and it was just, I mean, he was just as charming and as nice a man as you, as you always thought he would be if you met him in person. And he was just so sweet and so, you know, generous with his time while we were there. He didn't rush us or anything like that. And yeah, it was a shock and he's definitely going to be missed. Just, you know, just, there's really no word big enough, but I mean, I guess if you have to like legend is really, is really a, a perfect word for him. Yeah, even as a kid, he made things feel uh, real or more realistic or bigger than you know bigger than they were. He he brought kind of a legitimacy to you know everything he did, and he was just at Jimmy's Seafood about a month ago. He was uh, in town for a local wrestling promotion show, and he recorded a video at Jimmy's Seafood eating some food. And uh, from everyone I talked to, he was in great spirits and doing well. But it sounds like, according to Cage Side Seats. He had a fall at his home in Florida and, you know, went to the hospital and had some broken ribs. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, and when you're older, things like that are, are, are bigger, bigger problems. Pretty devastating. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, hearts go out to to his family and, and everyone involved with that situation. And uh, we hope uh, we hope he's up there in the uh, the big ring in the sky with all of our other favorites that have that have left us. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we have a big show, Sheena. We have uh, a lot to talk about. We have what happened over the holidays between All Elite Wrestling becoming official, I'll make our Royal Rumble predictions. Uh, I went to a house show over the holiday, which was really fun, and uh, and a lot more. So uh, let's get into it. Before we start, let's uh, ask you guys to shoot us any questions or concerns or comments to our email at askchickfoley at gmail.com, or you can slip in the DMs at chick foley on instagram uh hashtag ask chick foley you can also hit us up on twitter at chick foley show um i've been trying to tweet anytime i get any news of uh some figures going on sale on different websites 
or stores. Uh, I always try to post them there. I have a good uh, good following with some pe- some cool people over there. So definitely check us out. And uh, we have a new T-shirt that uh, that Sheena got hooked up with Pro Wrestling Tees. Tell tell the people about it. Yeah, man. The official T-shirt of the Chick Bully Show is live on ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, and it's really cool because for the next five days, as you're listening to this, um, the T-shirts are on sale for 20% off if you use code Wrestle Kingdom. They're doing a, a special promo code for the Wrestle Kingdom event that's coming up. Um, so our shirt's 16 bucks, guys. You cannot beat that. Support the show. Support... Um, you know, all the things Chick Foley, our giveaways and everything that we have lined up for you in 2019. So get yourself a shirt. Make sure if you do, you tag us. Um, and then also, if you buy a shirt this week, make sure that you send us a DM to let us know because we are doing a giveaway for someone who buys a shirt for the NXT Elite Ember Moon. And that figure is dope. So you want to get in on that. $16, if, if nothing else, it enters you to win a uh, awesome figure. So anyway, go over to ProWrestlingTees.com and cop your Chick Foley Show t-shirts. Awesome, yeah. That's uh, you can get those uh, pretty quickly. That Pro Wrestling Tees has a really good shipping system. They get their stuff out really quick. So the the code is Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, we can talk about that as well. I know that's coming up. I'm not a huge uh, New Japan fan, but uh, I know the yeah. wrestling community is buzzing about that. But uh, make sure you hop onto iTunes and give us a review there, and uh, we appreciate that. And we are available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and of course iTunes. Uh, so check us out on all those mediums if you want. Give us a nice review, uh, give it a listen. But uh, let's go inside the squared circle first, Sheena. Here we have a lot to cover, and the WWE over the holidays uh, took kind of a two-week break and recorded some some shows, but. Uh, Let's go over the main points here. What's what's the the biggest takeaway over these last couple of weeks from WWE Raw and SmackDown? Well, you know, um, obviously we we got the announcement before the holidays that you know they're they're entering a new WWE, right? Like we're we're the fans are get to choose what they want. They're going to give us fresh new matches and all of this stuff. Um, and we've seen a lot of stuff emerge, which has been really exciting. Um, but one thing that has really caught my attention personally is this whole. Um, the real AJ Styles and, you know, this this new Triple H really trying to question Seth Rollins' drive and kind of push him. Um, I I don't really know where they're going with this, but, um, yeah, it's it's been interesting. What do you think? Uh, it is interesting. I don't really know what they're trying to do with uh, kind of pumping up Seth Rollins. And, and it was weird that Vince – I don't know why Vince McMahon uses this, like, fake voice now. What He does the same thing that Stephanie does. Like, use your like real doing, speaking voice. Yeah, it's like he's almost doing an impression of himself. Exactly. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, he's doing, like, the Vince McMahon that we all do, like, but he's doing it. And it does sound really strange. I noticed that when he was doing his, like, little uh, – yeah, Come on. Come on. Get it to me. Yeah. Yeah, McManaclaws, and then when he was doing the, um, like, speaking to AJ, going, you know, you're an animal, you're an animal, like, give it to me, give it to me, and I was like, this is getting really creepy uncle type thing, yeah, yeah. I don't it got, know. It got like, weird, for sure. Uh, I, yeah, I guess maybe maybe from weird. being away from, like, an on-screen per- persona for so long, you kind of, I mean, I feel like it happened to Kurt Angle, too. Kurt Angle was such a natural when he was in the WWE, you know, back in the Attitude Era, and now he just doesn't seem to, just doesn't seem to be very comfortable on screen and i think vince is the same way and he's also you know a little bit older in in in, in age now so that could be another thing but just not knowing uh aj styles name was was really weird like what, what was that trying to show 
I don't know. I was wondering that too. He's like, tell me your name. And then AJ Styles was like, yeah, I thought it was so, I thought it was so weird. Um, but then on the, on the flip side, he's doing this with somebody in AJ Styles that like is not the best like actor. You know what I'm saying? Like AJ Styles is not a, um, I mean, he's a, he's a good promo. I love AJ Styles. Like, no, I'm not talking bad about AJ. Yeah, that's but just like, not what he, he's known for, you know? It's just, yeah, he does. He didn't need to be put in that acting segment where he was really supposed to be looking like he was torn, like having these, you know, these internal demons, like, coming, or this internal animal coming out of him, you know? Because he at one point he roared like a lion and he kind of hit Vince, and it was just, and he was, like, pushing his hair back, and it all seems so, like, um, daytime, you know, soap opera-ish. It did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was very, it was very different. And then like on the, the next week, um, you know, Shane and uh, Vince are sitting back there and he's like, are you sure you want the real AJ Styles? Are you sure you want the real AJ Styles? And I'm like, what? I don't know where this is going. Um, I'm interested to see. Obviously, they have a plan. But yeah, it was very odd. Yeah, I could see if he was if like this was like uh, 1999, and you're you're talking about a guy that was in ECW, and like now he's clean cut, but you you know you don't want him to go back to the old version. But what what is Seth? You know what has AJ Styles ever been? You know he's always been just a just a badass wrestler. So I don't know. You know, they're, and they're kind of doing the same thing with Seth Rollins on Raw, trying to like like piss them off or something. But I mean. You know, Seth just came out and said how crappy the product was. He, he was already kind of the the flag bearer for this new this new regime. And why why does he need to be pissed off? Yeah, I know. And well, something else I had thought about is you know the fact that Vince is really pushing AJ Styles to be this like new version of himself, and then um, Triple H is really trying to push Seth to be this old version of himself so like are we is it setting up something to do with the mcmahon's like because now it's weird like the mcmahon's you know are all on tv every week now which hasn't happened in a very long time you know um so now like and which is funny because all of a sudden they're not the authority and all of a sudden they're on tv every week and i'm like you know i don't i don't need to see you guys every week you know um but i'm wondering if it's going to set something up you know for Styles and Rollins to meet, you know, with Triple H maybe like b- backing Seth and then uh, Vince backing AJ. I don't know. I mean, that would be a badass match. Uh, I don't know how. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you know if there's a Royal Rumble win it, or maybe something happens at the Royal Rumble because I mean, obviously, being on different brands, they've been wanting to keep those you know, those guys separate. But uh, you know, that would be that would make sense, I guess. But it doesn't make sense to have. As much as I love Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, it was kind of a letdown to like, all right. I mean, they're not going to, you know, are they going to have AJ lose for the, you know, the, what, the third or fourth time to Daniel Bryan? Like, right. Yeah. Which is, which is what makes me think that like there's still a lot of time between now and the Rumble. So, which makes me believe that possibly they're setting up something between Seth and AJ that could go down at the Rumble. Um, but I don't know where that would leave Daniel Bryan, you know, like obviously Daniel Bryan needs to defend his title because if he's trying to get AJ to be this bad guy or like this real AJ Styles, like why are you going to put a bad guy up against uh, Daniel Bryan who's already a bad guy, you know? Yeah, it, it didn't make too much sense for sure. And I'm kind of worried about this. You know, they, they were going to hit the reset button here and, and redo things. And obviously they've, they've taped the last couple shows because of Christmas and New Year, but... I mean, from what I'm seeing from Raw next week, we're going to get another Gable and 
Rude versus the Revival match, which we've seen before. It's just, you know. Yeah, you, you which is which is odd because they drop the rematch clause, yet they continue to book these rematches. You know, like, um, you know, Triple H came out and told Seth, like, you know, there are no more automatic rematch clause. Like, you know, you, everything is going to be earned around here. Um, and yet we are still getting these, you know, rematches set up. And I think it's, you know, ironic in the new era of WWE where the fans are in charge and we're promised like the new fresh matchups and stuff that we're headed into the rumble. You know, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Um, and you know, the three matches that we've seen, um, the three matches that are already set up for mania or sorry for the rumble are AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, which we just saw at TLC Braun versus Brock, which we've seen at crown jewel and at no mercy back in 2017 and then Oscar finding a contender, which looks like from that backstage segment that it's either going to be Carmella, Charlotte or Becky, which she's faced all of those with like, you know, last year. And then obviously she faced uh, Charlotte and Becky just recently at TLC. You forgot that Brock uh, and uh, Braun faced each other last year at Royal Rumble too, with Kane in the match. So it's basically the same match over again. Yeah, so, yeah, so, I mean, even more. <laughs> so, yeah, I forgot about that. So, even more so. Um, is, is I mean, it's tough when you have two separate brands, I guess. I mean, it's, I don't want to jump the gun and just say reboot everything. And, I mean, I'm sure they'll do a, one of those drafts or something after WrestleMania to kind of freshen things up. But, mm. I don't know. I, it is nice to have them on separate brands because you get more exposure. If you if you had everyone on the same, you know, on both shows, then half these guys that we're seeing right now would never get any TV time, right. and then we never we be able to call that. anybody up from NXT. So yeah, and we saw that over the last few years before they did the brand split. That that's exactly how it was. There was, you know, you saw the same people on Monday and Tuesday, the same matches over and over. Um, and so the brand split was a great thing, and it got a lot of people a lot more exposure. Um, but yeah, you do run into these issues where it's like, you know, you need to sometimes like we need to do like mid season drafts where we can like switch, switch people from, um, you know, brand to brand and not just, you know, keep people on one show. I do want to, I think we need to have a little celebration because my girl, Sonia Deville <laughs> won her first, first match. I think I've ever seen her win. But but it is is that she wasn't even supposed to be fighting what was that even about like what why wouldn't we get mandy rose versus naomi i just gotta enjoy the win you know <laughs> they don't come too often for sonia deville that's true that's true um but yeah i'm just thinking to myself like when are naomi and um mandy rose actually going to resolve this thing you know it'll just be a throwaway on smackdown next week probably yeah, they'll just pretend it's, like it. They'll just pretend like it never happened. No, they'll, they'll have a match and then one like kind of like the Rusev Aiden English thing where it just kind of just pooped out after like two weeks and then just kind of fizzled. Oh yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> see that. Just you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 easy to criticize, but you know, like you said before we started recording, this time of year it's just they're kind of waiting. They're they're have all their eggs. They have everything figured out for Wrestle, you know, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and they kind of don't want to play their cards too early. So, got to give them a little. True, bit and of a lot of stuff there. is. Yeah, obviously, I have no idea everything that goes into making a weekly televised show, you know, at all. And I don't know about all the moving parts. Um, so I'm just speaking strictly from a, a fan's outside perspective. But I just think, um, you know, it's so like. 
so much has happened. Like, you know, obviously, like, I'm sure they they think these things ahead of time. But, you know, with Roman having to relinquish the title and then obviously having their lowest ratings of all time, it just I think it's just kind of like throwing a monkey wrench in their plans. And they're just kind of like trying to piece things together as they go. Right. Versus like having this laid out plan, um, which, you know, it may work in their favor. It may end up being the best year of wrestling yet. 2019 may be the best year of wrestling we've ever seen. Um, so let's hope for that. Besides uh, my girl Sonya Deville winning uh, her first match ever, uh, one of my favorite parts of of the last week was uh, the authors of Pain on Raw uh, had a promo. I forget what they even what were talking about, but uh, one of the guys from Authors of Pain popped a balloon, and Drake Maverick looked at him like it was like the like the hardest thing to do in the world. And like my three year old pops balloons like with his feet, you know. <laughs> That's not impressive. Oh but that's, that's the beautiful thing about someone like Drake Maverick. Like, that's what they're supposed to do. You know, he's a weasel. True. He's a worm, you yeah. know? Yeah. He does, uh, one he of my favorite things. Yeah. One of my favorite things was um, the whole Becky John Cena segment where she just basically like, you know, he kind of like, I kind of, I loved it because I, I knew what they were doing. They're like, you know, John Cena came in to give, you know, and he gave Becky a rub, which I thought was awesome, but I just love the way it played out. I love how she was not buddy, buddy with him. Like she kind of just like stood her ground as the man. Um, and I thought it was excellent. Yep. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh, I, I, you gotta, you gotta make her win the Royal Rumble and you have to have her win the title at WrestleMania, it's set up so perfectly. It might be predictable, but you can't mess this up. You cannot mess this up, right? I think I lost your connection. Say uh, that again, Phil. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just with with the Becky Lynch thing. I love where they're going with it, but they cannot. Mm-hmm. They can't mess this up. They have to have her win the Royal Rumble and win the title. You know, or win. You know, be, yes. main event WrestleMania. You can't. Don't mess with anything because. As predictable as it might be, that's where you need to go with this character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think they know that, Um, you know, she is she is fire right now. And I don't I don't foresee them screwing it up. I I definitely think that that's the direction that they're going to go is Becky winning the Royal Rumble. I don't see any two ways about it. Uh, Anything else from Raw and SmackDown before we move on? It was uh, obviously all four shows were taped. We did see Rusev win the U.S. title. And then, mm-hmm. then last week he gave a very weird promo where he was like talking in a baby voice. I don't know if they're just like trying to make him the new Santino Morella or something, but I'm worried about, you know, Russo is, is, is a badass and he's also, you know, a great promo and I'm not too confident where they're going with him, but at least he has a title, I guess. Yeah, he has a title, which he took from Shinsuke, which, um, you know, had a six month run with really nothing to really show for it. Right. Like, um, but that's that's neither here nor there. But I do agree that that promo was really weird. He said his title reign was going to be luscious. And I thought that was a strange choice of words. Um, Yeah. And I felt like he just couldn't he couldn't find the words he was looking for. And that promo kind of kind of fell flat. But um, he did pledge allegiance to the United States of America. The how did he word it? The <laughs> title of the United States of America. So, you know, I'm excited to see what he does with it. Um, he, I, I love Rusev. I think he's great. I think he's great in ring. Um, and, uh, hopefully, hopefully something comes out of it. And he did, it's not just another, like, you know, throwaway. Uh, one of the biggest news from, uh, New Year's Eve or New Year's day was the official announcement of all elite wrestling becoming a, a thing. And it will be a wrestling promotion. It's going to be run by, uh, 
Tony Khan, who's a co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think this means for for the re- wrestling world as a whole? For WWE, you know, is this is this probably going to be the best legitimate contender for the WWE, or is this going to be another along the lines of ROH and and those guys? Well, I mean, I definitely think um, if if anyone's going to be a contender, it's definitely going to be All Elite Wrestling because I mean they have no shortage of coin backing them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, the the Khan family is worth like what six point three billion dollars. Um, so I mean they can they can roll out the the red carpet for anyone that they need, anything that they need. And I'm sure he has lots of television connections um, and things like that. So um, I do think if you know this is like the biggest the well I was reading the other day and it said it's the biggest. Um, uh, move that someone's made in the wrestling industry since like, you know, like WCW back in the day. So I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I thought the announcement was super cool. I thought, um, the way that they did it was really neat where they unveiled the, you know, the double or nothing show that they're going to be putting on and then, you know, unveiling the, the all elite, uh, logo, which I thought, I thought that I thought it looks really good. Yeah. And they already have uh, shirts up at uh, pro wrestling tees. So, uh, when you're oh, they're there, on top of it. <laughs> when you're there buying our shirt, uh, feel free to give them a, a plug too. You know, uh, do you see? And, and people on on Twitter have been saying there's been rumors that AJ. There was some I don't know some dirt sheet said that AJ Styles was you know possibly going to all elite wrestling. There's there's no chance in hell. We talked about it on the, on one of the last shows before Christmas that any of the top guys in the WWE are going to give up their spot in the biggest wrestling company in the world. To mm-hmm. go to go wrestle for a place that might not even exist in a year. Yeah, especially considering they don't really have anything set in stone right now. Like you don't know what their what the situation's gonna be, like what kind of platform they're gonna be working with. Like, you know, last I heard is that, you know, they were looking to get a Tuesday, um, a Tuesday time slot, obviously because SmackDown is gonna be moving to Fridays um on Fox. Um, and they trademarked, I can't remember what the trademark was, but there was there was some trademark on a uh, a Tuesday um, Tuesday Dynamite or something, or yeah, yeah, Tuesday Night Dynamite. I think is what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they did trademark that. Um, but that I mean, I think. So my thoughts are, they're going to be better served to take some form some form of like streaming platform um, instead of taking like some sort of like low key minor television deal you know like i mean i'm not like nobody's gonna try to be watching them on like spike tv or you know whatever like those those little minor uh networks are so unless they get like a major network deal i think that they should just do some sort of streaming yeah i I think and we talked about it again a couple weeks ago on who they should steal and what wrestlers would be great to go over there from wwe that just aren't getting the exposure but if if i'm running all elite wrestling uh i would throw all the money I have at CM Punk and get him to come back and be the you know the the villain against this elite club and at that moment everyone's going to take you seriously and you're you're almost to where you you know you're almost to where ROH and TNA and all those people are now after they've been around for 10 years you know I mean I think you can get Jericho you can get CM Punk you're you're there you know you're almost there with yeah, one, I hadn't even guy. thought about. Guy. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about CM Punk. That had, that thought hadn't even um, occurred to me. But that would that would definitely give them 
um, some credibility because, you know, it looks like, you know, um, Kenny Omega and Marty Skrull are, as of right now, it doesn't seem like, I mean, nothing has been announced, but it doesn't seem like, the, you know, they're all in on this deal, if you will. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Marty and Kenny, I mean, they're, they're key players. Like Marty brings in a huge, um, you know, European fan base. And uh, it's just so weird that like, you know, um, the uh, there was a New Year's pick that surfaced that where Marty was hanging out with Zack Ryder and Chelsea Green and Adam Cole and uh, Britt Baker and everybody. Not that that means anything, but, you know, obviously the, the Internet went wild because he's hanging out with like some, you know, WWE talent and stuff. Um, and he wasn't hanging out with the elite. Um, and then there was that picture that came out with them signing their contracts. It was like Brandy Rhodes and um, Britt Baker was obviously in there and, uh, you know, the Bucks and, and Cody and Hangman and Kenny and Marty were not in the, in the picture. Yeah. I mean, if, if Kenny Omega is not involved with this thing, it leads me to believe that he is coming to WWE at Royal Rumble. I don't know if I'm making too many assumptions there, but uh, he is boys with these guys, so and they would use that name recognition to really, you know, to pump him up. And he would be a big—I would think he would be a big part of this, and he would be in on the ground floor, you know. Mm-hmm. So for him to not even his name hasn't come up once, I gotta think something's going on there. Honestly, to me, that's kind of a red flag. Like it's—it's it's a red flag to me. Like it—it's a shot at the All Elite Wrestling's credibility that Kenny and Marty would rather go to WWE and hope that they get, you know, the shine that they deserve, rather than go to All Elite Wrestling where they're pretty much guaranteed a top spot. You know, um, so you know, like I said, that—that's kind of a red flag to me. Oh, also, um, the All Elite Wrestling account, the Twitter account, is following all of the elite except for Marty and Kenny. Oh, maybe this is yeah. all ploy for them to be because they need some sort of. The only thing I don't like about wrestling promotions that are run by wrestlers that you know it's just like okay, who's going to be the champ at first? Probably Cody Rhodes, right? Um, yeah. But maybe they maybe they bring those two guys in as kind of like the anti elite or something. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I can we'll see that. Well, get this. I have a juicy tidbit for you um, that I just found out today. So, like, the rumors are swirling, obviously, you know, um, like, who, like, we just talked about, like, who's going to go to All Elite Wrestling? Like, who are they trying to poach and who are they trying to get? And, you know, um, the, uh, it was pointed out that Goldberg is following the All Elite Wrestling Twitter and the um, All In Double or Nothing Twitter accounts. So, not that that means anything, but for all you, you know, internet smarks out there trying to, you know, make some speculation, like, you know, what if Goldberg went to All Elite? That would be. I don't even know how that would work because I feel like this is going to be the marks of the marks that are going to they're going to watch this thing. And, True. And he's he's not exactly known as a you know legit wrestler around around fans, but you know it'd be a, a huge draw for sure. Yeah, I think they just need to get. I think their best shot is they just need to build a solid roster of diverse talent and just like they they're gonna have to go big and wide with this thing you know they can't because if it's just cody and the bucks fighting every week like it's going to get old and get boring quick like it needs to they're, they're going to have to recruit some serious talent to get this thing off the ground and like i said they have no shortage of resources so um if anyone can do it they can i'm interested to see where it goes i mean i'm i'm excited for it you know you know i'm a wwe mark i love i love my wwe but i i am excited to see where this goes what the, who who is in the bullet club now so who's the elite Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Well, is the Bullet Club still a thing in New Japan? I mean, not really. You know, it's like it's like who isn't in the Bullet Club? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, 
But I mean, they branched on. They branched the elite guys. Bran- I mean, you have to just fill me in because I'm a total illiterate on this stuff. I just don't. I don't have enough time to watch all this wrestling. So like the Bullet Club guys are are still. You know, it's everybody except for Cody and the Bucks. So we just. I just keep up with um, mainly mainly the elite. So like, there's like, uh, let's see. Uh, Shoot, I don't even know who's in in there right now. I haven't. I mean, that was such kept... that was such a huge thing. That that did they even have like a blow off where they split up or anything? Or well, we had. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously, like the the main Bullet Club you had was like you know Prince Devitt. You had you know Anderson Anderson and Gallows and all yeah, those yeah. guys. And once once they left, it was really kind of like the Bullet Club wasn't really a um, yeah you know a thing anymore. You had like Adam Cole and uh, Cody and. Marty Skrull and all them, um, but yeah. So they kind of just dumped it and started the elite. Pretty much. Oh, okay. Well, uh, the guys at Jimmy Seafood are doing a bus trip up to WrestleMania with Tama Tonga and somebody from the some guys from the Bullet Club. I don't know what they haven't announced any of the details yet, so I'm interested to see who's nice. who's going to be up there. But uh, you know, if I could drink some beers with uh, Kenny Omega, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that'd be pretty dope. Pretty dope. Um, so I went to a house show over the holiday, which was fun. Yeah. Shout out to Yeah, him. how was that? Tell us about that. It was pretty cool. Shout out to my buddy John Minadakis from Jimmy Seafood for the for the hookup. And um it was it was different. It was cool because I have a three year old and I took him to SmackDown once and we were literally three rows off the ring. But there's so many G D promos and vignettes and commercials that you know, he was freaking out. So this was perfect. I mean, it was a much scaled down version. It was really just, you know, the stage was like pathetic looking. It was just like a, you know, a little opening. <laughs> Didn't have any of the, the, the screens or anything, but uh, it was cool. I mean, the crowd was super into it. We, we started off with the Miz coming out and like talking shit about the Ravens and wearing his Cleveland Brown shirt. It's perfect, a perfect heel segment. Um, and he kind of introduced, you know, announced what some of the matches were going to be. And then Mustafa Ali came out and, they wrestled Mustafa Ali one, and you know they're they're pushing this kid to the moon, man. I mean, you, you see it on SmackDown, but you know the the kids in the arena are chanting his name. You know, it, it's insane. He's he's been on the main roster for what a month. And, yeah, and- he's just he just feels new and new and fresh, and I think that it's just it's like a breath of fresh air. Like even on like SmackDown when they were doing all those promos, you know, where it was uh, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, and then all of a sudden you're just kind of like. You know, okay, okay, same old, same old, same old, and then all of a sudden Mustafa Ali comes on. And you're like, oh, hello, you know? Yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to win that that match on SmackDown because it, he's had some great matches with Daniel Bryan, and it would have been a cool, kind of a cool main event for Royal Rumble. But uh, then we had we had a, a six man tag match. So at this point, my son's already had like uh, two bags of candy and some cotton candy, and you know, it, it's just like he was like a bottomless pit to ke- to get him to like sit. I mean, he loved it, but to get him to sit still. You know, because yeah. his, his bedtime is like when this thing starts. So, like, I feel I feel terrible, but you know, so it's we had uh, Gallows and Anderson and Shelton Benjamin beating the Clones and Aiden English, which I was like, oh god, he doesn't know any of these people. <laughs> he knows the good, yeah. he knows the good brothers. That's about it. But I was like, oh my god, come on, give me some people that he knows. Uh, then we had the uh, Carmella and r Truth come down and defeat Cian Almas and Zelina Vega, which was a cool. You know, did the dance break and called some kids out of the crowd, and that was that was cool. Uh, he Ray Mysterio beat Randy Orton. Jeff Hardy beat Samoa Joe, your boy. Uh, so oh, yeah. awesome! Yeah, so these are all yeah. these are all guys he's starting to know. And then we get to the, uh, of course, the Bar and and the Usos and the New Day in a triple threat match for the tag team titles, which was awesome. And 
you know, there's just, you know, when those guys get in the ring, it's just, you know, it's almost the same match all the time, but it's it's so fun to watch, and they all have different styles, and we've talked about that before. Um, so that that was really cool. He loved seeing New Day come down, and then we got a Daniel Bryan versus John Cena steel cage match for the WWE Championship, which was a lot nice. a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Everybody was, I mean, the, a super loud pop for John Cena, super loud pop. I mean, he gets booed on like Raw, you know, constantly. But when you go to house shows and it's kids, uh, man, they they love John Cena still. So that was cool. And unfortunately, after that, I had to leave. Did not get to see Manny Rose and Sonya Deville lose to Naomi and Lana. Then Rusev beat Shinsuke. There was a lot of matches on this thing. And then the main event that I didn't get to see that I really would have loved to is Asuka beat Becky and Charlotte in a triple threat match. But uh, overall, it was, a, it was a good card. It was it was definitely geared to kids. You had a lot of the yeah. fa- a lot of the faces going over. And I think the Rey Mysterio Randy Orton match was like like th- three minutes long. It was like why even do this but i guess they had to like to you know to yeah. pr- promote all the big names you had to do it but you know it was cool and I, I the only thing with you living in hawaii you probably don't get to see i mean did they ever come to hawaii yeah they came they've come here well it was like what like seven 17 years or something crazy between the last time they came to hawaii and um the when we went and seen them it was 2000 oh my gosh all the years run together it was 2016 when we went and saw them, WWE came back to um, t- back to Hawaii and they put on a house show here and it was so awesome. Um, and then they came back the following year. So it was right after we had Brett. And so, yeah, so it was 2016 when we first went. And then 2017, I mean, literally it was like we had Brett in September or uh, August and they were here in September. So I was like, oh, can I take a one month old to a house show? Oh, no. Um, so yeah, we missed them, but yeah, they they have come. They haven't come. Uh, they didn't come this year, and I don't. I haven't heard anything about them coming um, in 2019. But yeah, they it got. A, I mean, it was a huge, huge response when they were here because I mean, there's tons of wrestling fans here, but it's just one of those things. Like you know, we're we're isolated from the rest of the world, so we don't get we don't get that you know in ring experience a lot of times with all the house shows and you know getting to go to Raw and SmackDown and stuff like that. So um was there anyone at the house show that was more or less over than you were expecting you know based on what you see on tv week in and week out uh huh it's tough i mean jeff i'm still surprised how how over jeff hardy is i I feel like most of the fan base really shouldn't know who he is anymore you know since he's been gone for so long Mm -hmm. but obviously he's been back for a couple years now so people know him and they love the face paint stuff but you know he got a huge pop I mean, the R-Truth Carmella thing was just, you know, it's it's so stupid and it's so, like, campy. But they but... got, yeah, but they got Dance Break Over. Like, oh, how yeah, did they yeah. get Dance Break Over, man? I mean, that thing is, like, huge. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect for them, man. It's a good way to keep mm-hmm. Carmella in front of the people without her being involved in the, the title picture because she doesn't really fit in with the uh, the three ladies that are fighting for it now. Uh, I'm still amazed at Mustafa Ali. I don't really want to hate on him. I just feel like I mean he is just a breath of fresh air, and he's he is fun to watch in the ring. I just mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I just surprised that he is such a big hit, and I don't know. Everything else was just kind of my my son was like, is this the good Daniel Bryan or the bad Daniel Bryan? Like he's still he, he already knows like you know yeah he doesn't you're like it's all the da- it's all the bad Daniel Bryan now son yeah we we we've still before, on the first episode we were supposed to review WWE 2K19 we still haven't done it I guess at some point we will but we got that for Christmas and um, awesome we, we haven't talked about our Christmas presents this is gonna be a long episode um, <laughs> there's like there's like five different versions of Daniel Bryan in that game what what's the what's the reason for five Daniel Bryans? Well, why wouldn't you want? And in a universe where you can create anything that you want, 
why would you not want as many versions of your favorite superstars as possible? Yeah, I mean, well, give, give me on. more. Give me more Ultimate Warriors. Then you give me one Ultimate Warrior and five Daniel Bryan's. He just got like a haircut four different times. You know. Well, I mean, you can download as many creative players as as you want. So go for it. I mean, if you go to the creative player, uh, I mean, there's some talented dudes. You can get as many Ultimate Warriors as you could possibly need. So go in there and shop shop with your son and let him let him pick. You just um, do. It. Can you do a search for somebody? Because I went in there and just kind of oh, did yeah. like the top people. But you can do like a search and put. Oh yeah, name yeah, in. yeah, for sure. Um, also, while we were talking about the house show, I fired up the Google machine because it was like bothering me that I couldn't remember the Bullet Club light. Like I was like having a, just a brain fart and I was like, oh my God. But it's uh, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa with the, the Gorillas of Destiny and they're led by Switchblade Jay White. Um, I was like, why couldn't I think? Um, I do think it is a little ironic though that the there's a Bullet Club and they're led by a guy named Switchblade. You know, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> like, like, why? I think they need to, they need to figure that out. But yeah, so just backing up a little bit, I had like, you know, it, it's just greatly diminished so much since the elite have left that, um, like, you know, it's just one of those things that like it could slip your mind. So if that tells you anything about where the Bullet Club stands as of 2019, you know, yeah, you would think, I mean, New Japan would try to still keep some key people in there because that, you know, you were seeing shirts for Bullet Club and you know, Hot Topic all over the place. Yeah, I mean, not, no shade to any of those guys, but it's just, I mean, it, it just ran its course, I think. I think it's just one of yeah, those things, yeah. like, it, it was hot, and then it blew up, and then and inevitably those guys had to go on to bigger and better things, and they were, they're still trying to make Bullet Club happen, and it's, you know, just not happening the way that it was, um, you know, a few years ago. So, anyway, we can jump back to where we were before, but it was really bothering me that I was like, oh my god, Sheena, you're losing your freaking mind. I don't know if I've ever asked you this either. Is there any indie promotions in uh, Hawaii, like for, for yeah. wrestling? Yeah, we haven't ever been to any. There's actually, um, you know, a couple followers on Chick Foley. They invite us. Like, there's some, you know, high school gyms that people, um, you know, wrestle at and stuff like that. So it's nothing too big. But um, yeah, there are some indie, little small indie promotions here, um, but nothing, nothing crazy. Okay. Oh, cool. There's there's all beach wrestling. <laughs> All beach wrestling. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so we went over kind of the uh, the results from the house show there. What uh, what did you guys get for Christmas? What did what did the Brett man get? What did you guys get? So as far as a uh, wrestling merch, uh, the Brett man got he got the um, the wrestling buddies, the Hardy Boys, which he loves. And I have a hot take. Um, I actually think that these new age wrestling buddies are better than the OGs. <laughs> I know people are probably going to be like, what the hell? Because I, I love the old school wrestling buddies, but um, these are just so nice. They have so much detail. Like, you know, Matt Hardy's got his little like uh, coat and it's like loose from the, from the wrestling buddy. And then Jeff Hardy's got like a little, um, you know, a towel in his back pocket and the fin has the, the tassels and everything. So yeah, I think they're, they're pretty awesome. So Very nice. yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, cool. and as far as wrestling merch, um, the heel husband got me the Ronda Rousey pop. So I, I we are officially caught up on all of our WWE pop vinyls uh, with that edition of the Ronda Rousey one. All right. Well, I guess we can get into what we what we bought this week, and uh, that goes into our go figure segment. So we'll talk about obviously we're super big into wrestling figures, and this is you know it's kind of tough with Christmas to d- differentiate between the two. But have you bought anything since? Christmas, Daddy. Yes, 
<laughs> Actually, we just got a package in from ringside today. Uh, we got the Singh Brothers battle pack um because you know you got to have those to go with your gender so we got that sing brothers battle pack and uh we got a basic 92 mandy rose which actually looks really great you know sometimes the the women's face scans i think are a little hit or miss um but i thought they did a really good job with mandy i thought what do you do with your basics you don't you don't you just collect them for the baby face uh no so the women we get the basics so any like we get basics in the uh female superstar figures all of them um because you know obviously they didn't make a lot of elites before they never they actually didn't make any elites that i know of um before and uh so we had to get all the the basics wow you got a lot of uh a lot of different rules going on there in the, in the... yes so you can okay so here's here's the thing with basics so anybody that's in a suit you know um we got we got to get those so any sort of like authority figure like you know anytime triple h is in a suit or like the stephanie in a suit or rick flair in the suit um you got to get those because they just round out your collection you know we do icw um and you need those guys in in your collection also Female figures, any female basic that comes out, we we get that. Other than that, though, um, elite only. Okay, very nice. Yeah. Cool. I was trying to think about what I got. I I did get a. It was pretty sad. I got a Detolf Ziggler for Christmas, and um, the New Day retros, which I had already purchased from someone on uh, Instagram, but uh, I, I freed them from their plastic prison and they're loose now so you'll be happy oh about my that. gosh yes and then just today i was driving home and someone on facebook marketplace which we didn't talk about this but you probably don't have it too much there because you're in a little uh, island in the middle of the ocean but uh facebook marketplace is a great place for you know, just finding people in like your surrounding area that are selling stuff i'll just type in every day like wwe or wrestlers and stuff will come up with this lady was selling some uh, like a sincara mask for like five bucks so I messaged her like, and she was like, you know, down the street from me. So I was like, "Hey, my son loves Sincara. Can I, can I instead of five bucks, can I just give you a bottle of wine?" She's like, "Uh, yeah, sure." So I met her, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to sell all these wrestlers." And she had like five giant bags of wrestlers, and I was like, <gasps> "Okay." Oh and my she, gosh. she wanted like five bucks for like, they're all like elites too. She's like, "Yeah, my son's just her older now. They're just not playing with. They haven't played with them in like three years." So I like dig through them a little bit. She's like, "Yeah, hey, if you have PayPal, they're all like posted." Like I couldn't even. I didn't want to like go through each single bag like a like a like a crackhead. But I picked out there was a Razor Ramon defining moments in there, and I was like, I'll, yeah. "Can I give you another bottle of wine for this?" She's like, "No, just take that. It's fine." I was like, "Oh man!" Oh. So that's gonna go in my new generation collection. I've been talking about that on the show. In my once I have the uh, the basement all finished, we're gonna uh, display all the Hasbro's, and uh, I have a, a new generation collection that I'm that I'm starting up, and that's gonna be perfect for that. And uh, shout out to my buddy WWF Plug on Instagram. He's always selling some cool merch. He, uh, I bought a NXT shirt. I think I sent this to you. Yeah, it's like an NXT uh, arrival uh, shirt where uh, the four horsemen women were in a four-way match. So uh, Sasha, Bailey, Becky, and Charlotte. You know, before they were you know on the main roster, their their, their pictures are hilarious because they all look like they're like fourteen years old. I but, know uh, it is pretty crazy. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh my god, it was like thirty bucks or twenty bucks. I was like, oh man, I gotta I gotta get this. This is awesome. It's very rare to find a double XL in an NXT shirt, you know, when you're <laughs> plus size gentleman. But uh, th- those were my weekly purchases. I'll have I'm I'm on the cusp of buying a, a big lot of uh, some elites uh, to fill in my new generation collection. I've been I've been getting some advice from you in the DMs, but uh, I'll share yeah. th- I'll share that next week. I'll, maybe I'll take a picture of everything that I've collected because it's it's starting to grow. Awesome! Yeah, you're gonna love that that uh, display shelf. That those things are awesome. Do you have any lights on yours? Do you put like LED strips or anything? 
No, we tried that at one point. Um, we got like the little, cause the, the way ours is set up, like you can't have like plugged in lights because you just can't get back there. But, um, and the, and the, our shelves have like backs on them. So you can't like, we would have to drill holes through the, through the back. So we got these little sticky led like, um, strips and it like, it just didn't work. It didn't, it didn't look great. So we ended up just trashing those and, uh, no, they're just, they only are lit by the, the light of the sun during the daylight hours. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. When you, when yeah. you, when you move to, uh, you need to film when you, when you move here to the mainland, uh, taking down all that stuff and boxing it up. And I want to see how much it looks like when it's all in boxes. It's going to be crazy. Oh my gosh. It's an, it's an obscene, like when, um, Seth every once in a while, he'll get like a wild hair and he will take everything down and rearrange all of the boxes and shelves. And it just looks like a mass grave. Like when they're all laying in the floor, like it is like, <laughs> it is like insane to see all of them down. I mean, cause it looks crazy when they're all up and displayed in the shelves, but when they're all in just a heap, um, it is it is pretty crazy. So yo, I actually that's a good idea. I should document um, us packing up the the mark room because honestly, it's going to be a process. Because one, we don't want like I, we're we are going to document everything and put everything in Excel sheets because traditionally, like movers when things are going like across the ocean or military movers like things have a tendency to go missing like you'll be like oh we're, we're, you're missing a whole crate so we never want them to know like oh, we have no. anything of any anything of value um so we're gonna box up all the the action figures and everything and like label all the bags and so it'll be a process so i'll be excited to document that and share that with you guys oh that's that's uh i already feel the anxiety from from that pro i don't know how you're gonna do that just just like not even wrestlers in general, just like all my stuff, like being in someone else's hands and like relying on other people to get all my stuff to where it needs to be. is just like, uh. oh, my gosh. And it, yeah, it's so they like, you know, they come in and then pack it all up and then it's in a crate and then it goes into storage and then it gets shipped and then it's in storage on the other side and then it gets delivered. Yeah, dude, it is. It's a process. And you just like you, you start to think, like, does this stuff really matter to me? Because if it gets lost, like I need I've, if, if I'm going to be devastated, if this gets lost, I probably should just carry it with me because you have say, no idea. I was going to yeah. say, is there anything that you're going to just carry with that you've like debated, like just bringing with you on, as a carry on? <sighs> I don't know. There's so many things. I have to be very rational. When you do a military move, they, they do allow you airlines do allow you like an obscene amount of uh, luggage. Like, you know, I can, we can take like, you know, four suitcases a piece or something crazy like that. So maybe we'll just put all the action figures in our so four suitcases and just wear the clothes on our back. Nice. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I don't know if we do we have much figure news this week. I don't see. I know we want to do some predictions. I, I, I just had one thing. It looks like the WWE Retro Series 7 is popping up in Walmarts. That's Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, Sheamus, and Kurt Angle. Uh, it looks like they're like nine ninety seven or something. So they might have lowered the price a little bit on them. And it looked pretty good, too. The Kurt Angle looks good. The Shawn Michaels is pretty cool. Uh, I'm hoping to see those. Uh, I'll tell you what, Sheena, doing this podcast has been awesome, but I was trying to think about to, every every day I go into uh, three or four stores. It's it's becoming. I really need to like just chill out a little bit because. Yeah, um, you need to team up with some people in your local area and then you just like you're you're the monday look they're the tuesday look you know they somebody else can be go on wednesday and you guys can all just you know team up and and so that way you don't have to run in you know 10 different stores during the week yeah all, luckily all the ones i go in are just like kind of you know i sell liquor so i'm driving around to liquor stores and there's always like a big lots or a five below you know i'll just stop in for you know it takes two seconds but you know i have buddies i work with i'll send them a picture like 
dude, if there's a five below near you, just see if they have this macho man. Just like a, probably think I'm a total loser. But uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, I did. Oh, I didn't even mention that I I got my holy grail. How'd you not let me? Tell that story. Oh, tell it, tell it, oh, tell it to the people. Okay, so since, since episode one, my holy grail has been the LOD Mattel Elites Legion of Doom. I just think they're the most. I was never a huge fan of them as a kid. I mean, I was a fan. It wasn't like you know, I didn't watch WCW or anything. So it was only when they were in WWE. But these figures, for some reason, have totally caught my eye. They're so badass looking, mm-hmm. and they're always you know they're. I would say upwards of 150 bucks in the package every time I look online. So, you know, I always have a save searches on eBay. Uh, somebody was selling them for 75 bucks uh, for the two mint on card. Uh, yeah. And I jumped on it and in, in a bad time when I spent a ton of money over Christmas and New Year's, but uh, they should be arriving soon. And um, I'm pretty pumped. I was going to ask you, what you thought of that deal and what is your holy grail? I know you guys kind of have, have bought everything that you want to buy, but is there anything that's eluded you uh, in your search in your collection? So, yeah, I thought you got a, a good deal on the, the LOD set. And that is, um, I mean, that set is freaking mage dude, like the Hawk and animal, like with the, the shoulder pads and like all, all of those things. Like it, like it is so awesome. And uh, when did you say they should be there? I think on the tenth, I think or so. I don't think they've shipped yeah. yet. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they got insurance. <laughs> you like tell the person like, please give me additional insurance on these. Um, but yeah, I um, I love 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 those figures, and I'm so super stoked. Like anytime you can get your Holy Grail figure, um, you know it's it's a good day. Um, as far as my us and things that have eluded us, um, probably. This is not like these are this isn't Mattel, but like something that I would love to have, um, you know, in our collection is the LJN Heart Foundation uh, in mint condition. Like, I think that would be a uh, a killer have because we have a whole Heart Foundation segment in the Mark Cave and a Bret Hart, um, you know, uh, display. And I would love to have the LJN Heart Foundation. You were telling me about a couple Ultimate Warriors that you were searching for. Are those are those Holy Grails, or are they just kind of those are like wishful thinking because they're so hard to find? Uh, the oh, so the the Ultimate Warriors, yeah, they're more wishful thinking because they were only produced for like you know Warriors uh, website. There's only like 15 known um, in production, so those are like one of those things. Like you know, if it if it comes available, like you're gonna have to probably claw Zack Ryder's eyes out um, <laughs> to get it. So um, yeah, as far as realistic things, uh, the Heart Foundation, and then yeah, the the Ultimate Warrior figure. That's that's more of a wishful a wishful thinking. Cool. Uh, yeah, feel free to let us know what you guys think is your holy grail as far as it doesn't have to be a wrestling figure. It could be you know, if you collect baseball cards, or I know I feel like everybody collects something. So, uh, pogs, I don't know, you know, hit us up. Pogs. Yeah. Like, uh, I used to be a big pog guy back in the day. Uh, yeah, hit us up. <laughs> askchickfoley at gmail.com. Uh, so, uh, hit us up there. Let's go through our 2019 predictions, and I'll let you lead the way here, Sheena. <laughs> So 2019 predictions. Um, so first thing I would like to like the, the WrestleMania main event, um, 2019 prediction, I'm saying Becky versus Rhonda. What do you got? I mean, it's hard to argue with that. If I'm going to say on the card below that, whew, I think that's the main event, but I'm going to say, 
I'm gonna say Seth Rollins and AJ Styles for one of the ti- for I'll say for the WWE Championship. I don't think it's gonna. I think Brock is gonna hold it until WrestleMania. So yeah. All right. Uh, rest, so, wrestler of the year is the next category, male and female. Who do you have for that? So my male wrestler of the year, I think Seth Rollins is due for another big year. I think he's going to get in the universal title picture, and I think he he's going to have a good uh, universal title run. So I think he could have, you know, wrestler of 2019. Um, I hate to – it's hard because I picked, you know, Becky as wrestler of the – female wrestler of the year for 2019, but it's hard to really – pick against her right now um, that, you know, that she's not going to have an amazing 2019. But if I have to pick someone off the grid, I think um, Asuka is due for a, um, an awesome 2019 run. I feel like they're just getting her warmed up um, after all this stuff settles with, you know, Becky and Rhonda. I think they're going to really give Asuka a run. I'm going to go Finn Balor for my male wrestler. I feel like he's going to get an opportunity to switch over when, when they do a, like a draft after WrestleMania and just really be able to dominate on SmackDown. They'll have him as a centerpiece for when they go to Fox because he's a, a cool character. People love him, and he has the demon that he can bring out every once in a while. Uh, so I'm going to go with Finn Balor for my male, for my female. It's tough, man. I I want to say Alexa Bliss, but now that we didn't even talk about her now having a, a talk show, show. segment. Yeah, mm-hmm. a show on Raw. That leads me to believe that she is going to be out of the plans for in-ring competition for – the foreseeable future i would think right yeah that's i mean that's what it says to me is that they they're trying to keep her in the in the scheme of things but they're she's just not going to be yeah in ring competition um which is really sad because i love alexa bliss and i think she's great and i think she is just a great in-ring worker she's a great promo um so hopefully her her segment gets over and they keep her on tv yeah i'm gonna go i don't want to go with one of the big three because I feel like they're all going to dominate. I think Oscar's a good call there, but I'll go Sasha Banks because I feel like she's going to be part of this new women's tag team uh, title, and then I think she's going to have a huge feud with Bailey at some point. It's going to be you know next level, hopefully, because it was an NXT. You don't think they're going to um, be uh, tag champs? I think they will. No, I think they will. But I think maybe you know SummerSlam time is they'll they'll run it they'll run it till mid year. And they'll split them up and then they'll spend the second half of the year just kind of battling between the two of them. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, the next thing, uh, I have like best NXT call-up. And I think um, for 2019, the the best NXT call-up would probably be, I have two. It was hard for me to really choose. Either Ciampa or have the Undisputed Era um, get called up. I think either one of those, um, you know, either one of those two could really show up in 2019 and just really make an impact. Yeah. I had Adam Cole. So I was along the same lines as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I just think he's ready. I think you could kind of not, not on the same level as AJ styles, but I feel like you can pencil him into a main event picture or at least an intercontinental picture, you know, r- as soon as he shows up day one, you know, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Now, worse, worse NXT call-up. Now, this is tough. I don't think they're the worst, but I feel like if they call up Shayna Baszler, she's going to get totally lost in the shuffle. She's she's not Ronda Rousey. She doesn't have the mic skills. Uh, I, I don't know where she goes on the main roster. I, I just think you know they already have Ronda. They, they, you know, where, where, where do they do with her? Yeah, I can see that being a being a bad call because she's you know she's a uh, 
she's awesome in NXT. But yeah, I can see her getting lost in the shuffle. Maybe pair her up with Ronda. You know, I mean, I think I think th- those two could maybe maybe those two could make an impact in the uh, the title division or the tag title division. You know, oh, true. That's a good call. Um, but yeah, I do see what you're saying there. For me, I have a I have a little bit of a hot take. Um, and I think someone who has the potential to be like a highly anticipated call up and isn't it is is a highly anticipated call up um that's either just I don't think they're either gonna get over or they just really aren't gonna get a shot on the main roster is Velveteen Dream. Um I just really don't know how his character is gonna translate to a bigger, less hardcore crowd. And I think that um, you know, like everyone's going to be excited to see him called up. Well, the hardcore fans are going to be really excited to see him called up, but I really don't know how that's going to, you know, appeal to like the, the live audience and the big stage. Yeah. We've talked about it. I think, you know, attitude error, you could make him kind of a gold dust type of character, but you know, today's way too PC for that. Um, I don't know. What, what would you do? Make him like kind of like an intellectual, kind of like a, a smart ass, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I agree. I don't know what you could do to make him more palatable for you know the main roster. He's just. I mean, he just dominates in that smaller, um, that smaller arena, you know, and like the type of shows that NXT puts on. Like he is amazing, and he really shines. Um, but I think. I think it's just he's going to get swallowed up <laughs> on the on the main roster, and I think he'll end up being some sort of like comic relief which i think is unfortunate because i love his character yeah i could see that uh hopefully it's that's not the case because he's super talented Uh, oh yeah what's this last category this is interesting so this wild card prediction for each of us like what do you think like wild card like what could happen in 2019 kind of like our bold prediction for the you know we talked about in the chickies but um like what do you think could happen in 2019 that would just you know come out of left field all right, give me give me yours first. Let me let me marinate on this for a minute. So I have I have a couple. Um, one they kind of tie into each other. I think that um, WrestleMania 35 will be Brock's last match in WWE. I think um, I think after that he's going to be done. Um, and then I also I also think that Conor McGregor could come to WWE. Um, and I think that that would be so freaking awesome. I can see him being like, um, you know, featured at WrestleMania 35, maybe like ringside, kind of like they did Ronda um, at 31. You know, not really, you know, part of the part of the show, but kind of part of the show, you know. And uh, like maybe he's like backing Becky. I don't know, you know. <laughs> and uh, then just bring him in, and I think he could have a match at WrestleMania 36. Wow, that would be pretty cool. I would love to see that. I think it would be mm-hmm. a perfect fit. Uh, I have a couple, too. Uh, uh, one is, I've already kind of talked about it on the show, but I think Kenny Omega makes a debut for the WWE. Uh, I think he's main roster right away. and would be perfect to debut him, just like they did with AJ Styles. You know, ex- yeah. Exactly the same. Just put him in the Royal Rumble. Fans are going to pop. It's going to be crazy. People are going to know him right mm-hmm. from the bat. Mm-hmm. And number Agreed. number two, I don't think we see Roman Reigns wrestle a match in 2018, sadly. 2019, sorry. Oh, man. I hadn't even considered that. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, it is sad. I, I just I don't think uh, things are trending in that direction. I hope I hope I'm wrong, obviously. Huge, huge yeah. Roman Reigns fan. But and he, he is severely missed on Raw. When you watch a three hour show and they have no Brock, no 
no Roman, uh, the talent is just the top tier talent is just not there right now. So uh, hopefully he does come back. Hopefully I'm wrong there. So. Yeah, but I mean I can totally see that. So that is definitely a, a wild card prediction. But that's gonna that would just be extremely unfortunate for wrestling fans in 2019. Now it's time for the random merch of the week, sponsored by Blue Chew. No, just joking. No Blue Chew here. <laughs> so the random merch of the week is. This Shawn Michaels hat, like, you know, 90s style Shawn Michaels, like, like stripper hat. Um, and it's only 10 bucks. So if you're into that sort of thing or your ladies into that sort of thing, um, you know, we have the, the WWF Wrestling Authentic HBK Shawn Michaels collectible hat. It's got like zebra print on the top. It's made of like pleather. It's got the WWF logo, got the little bill um, and then the heart and inside the heart, it says Shawn Michaels. Um why WWE thought it was acceptable to market male stripper gear to kids in the mid nineties. I don't know, but, um, you know, that is your oh. random wrestling merch of the week. Oh my God. How is this only $10? This is insane. You're right. I know. Is, is this, yeah. Is this like from back in the day? This yeah. Is. So yeah, it's, it's an OG. Um, oh, I need to, yeah. I'm going to buy this tonight. I think Ten, $10, <laughs> $10 and only three fifty shipping. So they're not even trying to bash you on the head. It was nine ninety nine, and they took 5% off for you. Almost. Wait, they've, they've sold 46 of them, Sheena. Well, yeah, but the, you don't think somebody just came across like a box of these old, like this is like merch they used to like push at like house shows and stuff. True. You know, like, like this they is have like the old logo on it. Yeah. No, yeah, no this one's is recreating like, this thinking they're going to yeah, make a bunch of money. This is like, yeah, this is like mass produced fodder for the oh, WWF dude, I'm definitely going to buy this. And if we ever do like a, like a live version of the Chick Foley show, I'm going to wear this. And the guy, <gasps> oh, the guy has 99.7% positive feedback. I love finding okay. stuff like this on eBay. You, you might want to check it though. It does say size small. If you have a jug head like I do, oh, I do have. Well, I don't have a giant head, but I mean, I'm not, not going to fit in a small. That's true. You might. Uh, they might have. He may have different size options. I don't know. But um, it, this one particularly is a is a small, and I know it would like probably set like up on top of my head, like a you know. You know what we should like, do when when you find this random shit, we should message these people on eBay and see if they'll like. We can record like a like a two minute interview with them and where they got the shit and like. You know how they came across. I think that'd be pretty cool. What do you think? That is genius. Like that is so good. Like where did you find this box of Shawn Michaels stripper hats? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna message this guy real quick and ask him if it's just a small because he's got some, he's got some great positive feedback on here. So yeah, where good. is? Oh, and he's in Tennessee. I'm sure he'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Making sure this guy wasn't in like China or something. Um, but yeah, so that is your random wrestling merch of the week, folks. And they're almost gone. They've sold, like you said, they've sold 46. So if you want one, you better head on over to eBay and uh, get one soon. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I just messaged him, so we're, we're good. Um, where else are we at? Now I'm just just got, to buy this awful hat. I'll post that. Yeah. I'll post it onto the Twitter account because people need yeah, to see it, this. It is time for our wrestling uh, retro wrestling recommendation of the week. Um, oh, and I have I a have... really good one. Okay, I have a really good one too, but I'll let you go first. Okay, thank you, thank you. I've been I'm dying to to get this off my chest because I watched this today. Uh, I've been trying to go back to some Royal Rumbles, and this is the 2008 Royal Rumble from the most famous arena in the world, Madison Square Garden. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker were one number one and number two, uh, which is insane to think about. And they eventually, this was like the preclude to them wrestling at WrestleMania the first time. Uh, 
which was cool. They both got eliminated at the same time and, uh, you know, kind of foreshadowed them fighting at WrestleMania. We also saw Piper and Jimmy Snuka both in the Royal Rumble in 2008, which I would have never thought would be, you know, medically possible. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the biggest thing to take away from this match was John Cena coming back from some uh, ACL or shoulder injury or something that he was supposed to be out for like a year and he came back in six months and he was the number 30 uh, entrant into the Royal Rumble and the pop he gets at when he comes out and when this, when his music hits is is massive. I mean, this is like the height of Cena Nation and uh, it, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, that I mean, that is definitely a famous moment. That's like one of the loudest, loudest pops like of, in WWE history. Um, and yeah, it was that was pretty freaking awesome. All right. What's yours? So I have um, a Halloween Havoc from 1997. We were just chilling, uh, you know, over the weekend and we watched this Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero match from, like I said, Halloween Havoc 97. Um, it's a short match. It's only around like 14 minutes, but it's like, you know, one of the best cruiserweight matches of all time. Um, you know, it was a, it was a mask versus title match. So Mysterio would put his mask on the line and Guerrero would put his cruiserweight championship on the line. And, um, as you can imagine, it was high flying, fast paced, several near falls. Guerrero was, you know, doing all of his submissions. Um, it's an instant classic, like super fun to watch. Um, and honestly, if it had been, if, if this match had taken place in any other year than 1997, it would have been match of the year. Um, but obviously in 97, it was up against, you know, Steve Austin and Brett at WrestleMania. And then the first ever hell in the cell match with, um, HBK and undertaker. So it had some serious competition. So it kind of got overshadowed in that year. But if you haven't watched this match, you definitely definitely should yeah they had some awesome matches in in wcw and this was i remember this one being really good that was like my favorite part about wcw in those days even though they had the nwo which had kind of just gotten kind of you know not stale but it was just like the same thing every week and there was always a disqualification finish every week on nitro but you know the first couple matches of the night on nitro were always the cruiserweights and they always kicked ass so oh yeah the cruiserweights were dope back then uh so listener mail let's see what we have this one comes from Greg Angel 3 on Twitter. He says, which wrestling fig- which wrestler, doesn't have to be WWE, which wrestler would you like to see get a wrestling figure in 2019? Hmm. You have anything in mind for this one? Uh, well, I know we're getting a Velveteen Dream. I've seen that. I know we're getting a Mabel. And those are both uh, ones that I would like to add to the collection. No, I don't know. I was thinking today... Because while I'm trying to get this new generation collection going, you know, there's, there's, I would love, and I know the major wrestling brothers podcast, whatever the name is, talked about this, but I would love a double J Jeff Jarrett flashback with the light up jacket and (laughs) ugly the J the J sunglasses or whatever he had. That was that was just the best worst gimmick ever. Hmm. I would like to see, um, well, collectively, obviously, like, you know, for myself, we have the amazing Mad Reaper Studios um, elite, uh, elite elites, if you will. (laughs) I was wondering how I was going to say that. We have the elite elites, so we got the whole um, whole collection. But I would love to see the elites get some uh, action figures in 2019. So I know we had the Bucks, you know, they had, uh, you know, kind of hinted that they were getting LJN figures, but I would like to see, you know, a set of elites for the bucks. Not that Mattel is going to have the license for all elite or anything like that, but 
if I was just, you know, fantasy booking, I would, I would love to see that. Or actually something that could be possible since our, you know, we started the show off on a sad note with, you know, the passing of Mean Gene. I think one of the, an iconic figure that could be made would be the gobbledygooker. Oh, man. <laughs> because, yeah, if you had, you know, that was one of Mean Gene's, um, you know, iconic moments. And I think uh, a gobbledygooker would really, would really round out our, our figure collection. I like it. Uh, I think that would be kick ass. Uh, hopefully, I mean, we didn't even talk about the all elite uh, wrestling figure collection. Who's gonna Who's gonna be making them figures? I guess maybe LJN because we saw. Yeah, the, that's uh, what I. The yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Is as LJN's gonna make? Uh, it's gonna have that. All right. Well, uh, we hope everyone enjoyed the show. This was uh, a long one. I know people were complaining that our uh, our Chicky Awards was 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 only uh, like a half an hour long, but uh, you know. We're, yeah. We're back in full force. We uh, we hope that you guys check out our shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, just type in Chick Foley Show. It comes up there. Uh, remember that if you buy a shirt over the next week, you'll be em- entered to win that Ember Moon Elite, NXT Elite, which is a really cool-looking figure. And uh, any questions or concerns or comments or stories that you want to tell us or you find anything cool on eBay, uh, we want to hear from you. Shoot us a message at AskChickFoley at gmail.com. And uh, enjoy Wrestle Kingdom this weekend. We will be recapping that next week here on the show. Yep. All right. Sheena, uh, for Sheena Phelps and for myself, Phil Gentile, stay classy, Marks. We will talk to you next week. Take it easy. I want to see it, AJ. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it.